Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Voice Memos. I'm your host, Kara. And after recent events, I have a feeling someone in particular will be listening to this. A guy, actually. So this episode is for you. I reconnected with someone recently, and we talked about a lot of different things just with life in general. And it got me thinking about different topics to bring up on the podcast. So he's going to be coming up quite a bit throughout this entire episode. So listen all the way through to hear how it pans out. But this is not an expose episode either. You know I put a positive spin on everything. And I'm thinking of so many titles for this right now, but I'm trying to be vague yet enticing. So we will see what I come up with. I want to start off by reminding everyone, though, that this podcast is about my life, like mistakes I make, lessons I learn, people I meet, and just how I navigate life and tough situations in general. I'm not coming on here to blast or expose people or be problematic, and I get anxious, honestly, talking about situations I experience because I'm not sure how it will come across or how people will perceive me. But if you don't want to be talked about on here, then maybe you should have treated me better in the first place. But in all seriousness, my therapist reminded me that I can't control someone's narrative or what they think of me. So I'm going to talk about some life events recently because they were shitty situations I had to navigate by myself. And if you take anything away from this podcast, it's that I try to put a positive spin on all my rough experiences. So even I, if I have to go through the hardships, then I can share the lesson and what I learned to hopefully make someone else's life easier. I don't know what direction I'm going with this yet, but with this episode, but there's just so much to cover. So hang with me until the end because I have lots to share and update you guys on. And there's lots of lessons to learn here. So basically, I reconnected with this guy from my past, like I was saying, Randomly, too, it wasn't someone I was expecting to see somewhere, and then all of a sudden, there he is. But the universe always seems to throw this man back into my life when I've been thriving and on my shit. It's definitely a test, but I think I passed it this time based on how I approached it all. But we'll get into that in a little bit. So, some context here. I was really nervous to go to this event. I was having a lot of social anxiety and Liv couldn't go anymore and I just wasn't sure the dynamic or what the scene was going to be. Almost talked myself out of it numerous times but in the end I decided to go. I'm trying to say yes more this summer and I'm just reminding myself that I'm trying to branch out, meet and talk to new people, make new friends and I'm not, I was like, I'm not doing anything else tonight. I have no responsibilities tomorrow. So there's no reason I shouldn't go out, socialize, and put myself out there. Still only two weeks into my summer. I'm unemployed, eh, kind of, but let's just enjoy it. So if you're like me and get social anxiety, I'm going to make a whole episode on confident energy and how I fake it till I make it. But for right now, here's a couple tips just for the girls and the guys. Granted, I have liquid courage in me, but when I get to this event in particular, but I do this for others, other events as well, I try to acknowledge or talk to almost everyone in the room or as many people as possible. I walk around and it's just fleeting conversations. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing deep. And it's uncomfortable. I know, like 100%. But the more you put yourself out there, the easier it will get to talk to new people and make conversation. And working in the room just exerts confidence. I don't know who half these people are, but literally who the F cares. That should honestly make you more outgoing because what do you have to lose? 
And while I'm working the room, I'm big on eye contact. So making maintaining eye contact is one of the most attractive things you can do, I'm convinced. But it also shows assertiveness that you're present in the conversation. They have your full attention. And people who are bad at eye contact, I feel like just give off insecure, shady, and not great energy. Especially when I'm talking to guys, like I'm, I kind of pick up on eye contact. And while I'm making my rounds, I meet this gay couple, these two guys at the bar. And that's important to mention only because based on what I'm going to share, they were not trying to hit on me. But I go up to them and make a sarcastic comment about them being in costumes. And you all know I'm very sarcastic and sometimes have a dry sense of humor. So thank God they picked up on that. Otherwise, I would have just came across like a bitch. But so I start bantering back and forth with these two guys. And one of them goes, you have a really good energy to you. And this, I was like so taken back, but that's my favorite compliment I've ever received because everyone that listens to this or follows my accounts knows I'm big on energy. I'm always talking about energy and what I give off, how I make other people feel or how they make me feel. And for this man to compliment mine, it just made me feel really good. And the other man like joins in. He's like, yeah, you have a very bubbly and witty personality. This was so interesting to me because bubbly is probably the last word I would use to describe my personality like a year or two ago. Growing up, I would always... I'd always been very introverted, not too social, kept to myself, but I've been making it a point the past year to get outside my comfort zone and just expand my social circle. So it was cool to just hear how other people view me. Like, these two strangers at the bar, they have absolutely no vested interest in complimenting or insulting me. They're not trying to hit on me. They have nothing to gain, really. And it was just fresh and authentic to hear those compliments from complete strangers I just met. So honestly, I was feeling naturally confident after meeting these two guys because I'm at this event with a lot of people I don't know. These two random men are complimenting like my energy and personality. And I'm not gonna lie, I had some pep in my step the rest of the time. I'm feeling good, you know. And then I lay eyes on a boy from my past. And I haven't spoken to this boy in a while. I'm not going to lie. The last time I did run into him, I was avoiding him. Like, I acknowledged him. But I just didn't really want anything to do with him. That was actually a conscious thought in my head. I was just like, I'm going to keep my distance from from him here tonight. And quick context on that. So our last real big interaction, I guess you could say, it was kind of a big deal. Um, I got into an unsafe situation. It was messed up and I was scared and anxious and I had asked him for help. And then it turned into this whole misunderstanding. He explained himself and he still doesn't even really know what happened that night. I'm sure he doesn't remember what I said in the first place. And I never told him again after because it's hard for me to talk about too. So I haven't really told many people, so I'm just being vague here. But basically after that, contact was just cut. And maybe eventually I'll be able to share this situation here and my takeaways as well, because I think this would be a deep and important topic. But sometimes, I don't know, there's just... uh, I'm getting uncomfortable now, but it's just hard for me to discuss those sort of vulnerable situations. Anyways... 
let's bring the vibe back up. So <laughs> he's here and I'm feeling myself and I decide to go over and test this, test the water, see what our vibe is, see if we can make small talk or what, because again, it's been a while. And sure enough, we actually end up talking for a long time, just catching up, talking about life, banter, and you guys, you guys know the chokehold sarcasm and banter has on me, and we're both good at it. So let's just say I spent some time with this boy at the event, and I can't say I saw this one coming whatsoever. Actually, actually, that's a lie, because like I said, the universe always sends this one in particular back when I'm not interested, <laughs> but I had no idea I was going to be seeing him that night or that the night was going to go down like this. It was a fun, successful night, though. Actually, there were there were a couple hiccups, we could say, but we'll carry on. And okay, so now this is why I think I passed the universe's test of throwing this guy back at me. And I always tell you guys that are listening to stop following, falling for the games. This is for guys and girls. Like, stop falling for the games, the love bombing, break the cycle, and believe this person's actions. So, at one point at the event, I hide out in the bathroom for a bit to just recharge the social battery. I'm getting exhausted, you know? I'm trying to be a butterf- a social butterfly, work the room. It's tiring stuff. So, and these were conscious thoughts I had in my head here when I was talking myself through this, even though I'm drunk. And I was like, no matter how this night goes, I'm going to be fine. I've learned the mess, the lessons from this man already over and over again. I know how he operates and how he treats me. And I also know that I've been thriving lately doing my own thing with and without this person in my life. So I'm going to have fun, enjoy myself, see where this is going tonight. But there's no pressure here because at the end of the day, I'm going to be fine. And I did. I had a good time with him. And this is probably the first time I didn't feel anxious after seeing him. And I'm always big on, like I said, it's energy and just gut feelings. And after I had seen him or stuff in times prior, I would feel anxious and just not great after. But I truly think that because I made my intentions clear to myself, that that's why I wasn't anxious and I was just having fun and seeing where it went. That's all. That's all there was to it. So my big lesson here is checking in with yourself and your mindset when you inevitably cross paths with that past guy or girl. If you're going into seeing them with this idea that they are a totally new person, they're going to put all this effort in, and they're saying all the right things to you, you are just going to end up disappointed and hurt, and you're going to be exactly right where you started. I'm sorry to tell you, but they are more than likely to be the same person that burned you the first three times. Please, like, just trust me on this and save yourself so much wasted time. I know sometimes it does take us getting hurt 10 times by the same person to finally learn the lesson and walk away. And there are exceptions, yes, like, they can do the work on themselves, but that is their responsibility to prove to you, and you need to continue holding yourself steady in the meantime not diving headfirst right back into old habits. So I think the situ- I think the situation and spending time with this old flame was only so successful because of my mindset and how I went into it. I didn't need to remind this man of all the ways he's treated me shitty or disrespected me. 
he knows, like, he's self-aware, he's smart, and if he chooses to do, not do anything about it, that's on him, but it's not my responsibility to teach any boy how to treat women. So, again, I had no expectations from him. I could talk to him again today, or not for another year, and it wouldn't make a difference because I'm in a place of indifference with him and just, I guess, guys in general. He really is a good guy, though, and I had a lot of fun being around him and just talking to him again. We just kind of flowed easily and picked right back up, even though it had been a while. And he makes me laugh a lot. I realized that last night. And, but I'm still very conscious and aware. Like, I know he's the same guy as before. That's burned me. I, he has a lot of self-work to do, which is fine. We all have work to do on ourselves, but at the end of the day, we aren't on the same frequency or vibration right now. And I deserve someone that's already done a lot of the work and reflection on themselves like I have because I, well, we're going to circle back to him again in a couple. <laughs> so now my fiance, it seems I've forgotten I am engaged to another man and I'm supposed to see him tonight, but I don't think he's very happy with me because I bailed told him I would go down the shore this weekend to see him. The only thing I really know about him still, though, is that he's 24 and I know his name. So we're working with absolutely nothing. He does have that alpha dominant energy to him, which I need in a guy. But he's been he's been a bit confusing now. At first, at first, he invites me down to his shore house and tells me to bring friends, which I told you guys about in previous episodes. But then recently he texts me and he's like, so where are you meeting me out? what do you mean? Where am I meeting you at, bro? Like, I thought I'd, if I'm coming, I'd be staying with you. And I can't tell if he's offering because he thinks I won't take him up on it. But honestly, as long as I have friends with me, as I show up to the stranger's house, like, I don't really care. I'm fine. Like, we can all just be kidnapped together. But <laughs> so I was texting him saying I wasn't going to be coming down the shore anymore since I literally don't have a place to stay for this month, and I sent that while I was with Old Flame. I'm not really proud of that. I really pulled that move out of the good old Icy Hots book, hanging out with the side hoe while you're texting the main. <sighs> Brutal. Okay, sorry, I had to. If you're an OG, you know that character blast from the past. But moving right along, what I did have anxiety about the next day is flirting with too many people at once. Anyone that knows me knows I have a flirty personality. I think it stems from my sarcasm and teasing. Actually, I, when I ran into the old flame, that was one of our topics of conversation, just about flirting and whether it's intentional or not. And I was saying how I am a big flirt and it gets me into tricky situations, especially at this event. So before the old flame, I think I'm just going to call him that for this episode for the storytelling purpose. But so before the old flame arrives at the event, I had been flirting and talking to another guy. We have a little bit of history, not much, but lately when we see each other out, it's just, it's been flirty. So I just felt guilty about how I was like chatting it up with him and he's been inviting me to do stuff. I just come up with bad excuses, honestly. And then I run into the old flame at the event and I'm MIA the rest of the night. But my therapist reminded me that I'm not dating anyone, I don't owe anyone anything, and there's nothing wrong with flirting. It's not like I'm telling him I'll go home with him or anything, so I really don't owe anyone anything. 
I'm beating around the bush here, but fuck it. We're all adults. So quite frankly, I flirt with a lot of guys. I entertain a lot of guys, but when it comes down to it, I'm not sleeping around, not going home with you. That just doesn't align with my morals and values. I guess it's a comfort and trust factor too. Everyone has different views on it and that's fine. This is just how I've always been. And granted, I share a lot of my life on social media and on the podcast, but that's stuff I'm very private about. And if I am intimate with someone, it's someone I know respects that too and isn't, you know, telling everyone. Keep my private life very private. I don't share much, if anything, with others in regards to that just because it's not their business. It's just between me and the person. But I've been trying to get more comfortable in knowing I don't owe these guys anything just because I flirt with them. Having access to me is a privilege and I'm getting at my energy and presence here, not just my body. But I don't want guys being able to talk about me or share anything strictly people that respect me. I think I have PTSD actually from a situation where this guy, we just got into like kind of an argument because I wouldn't go home with him and he never spoke to me again after because I was a tease and a flirt. Okay. Maybe we'll save that for another one. Enough with that. Now, switching gears into life in general. While talking to this old flame and we're just catching up about my post-grad life, he had like a refreshing viewpoint though because like not a lot of people say this stuff, but he was just saying how it's all going to work out and it's not a big deal to graduate without having a job yet. And also not to just accept a job, to accept one, make sure it's actually something I'm interested in and going to help get me where I want to be, which is all stuff I've been telling myself, but it's comforting to hear someone else say it. And he was saying this stuff too that he probably didn't think twice about, but it did make me feel better. So it was nice to connect on that. I don't think I've been giving myself enough credit though lately. I think I actually under-exaggerate what I've been up to because I always make comments about being quote-unquote unemployed. But I'm working like eight different side hustles. I have a lot of different sources of income right now. And I got my first fat paycheck for one of those jobs. So at least that is sort of working out. I'm teaching classes and helping manage the gym I work at now. So basically running all of the behind the scenes. I do that for 20 hours a week and I'm helping develop an app with them too. It's launching any week now. It's kind of crazy to even say like, oh, I'm developing an app when I just went to school and did four years of science as a STEM major, (laughs) but we'll, we'll get through. And my second job, I've been keeping silent until I was sure it was going to work out, but I'm becoming a personal trainer. The owner of a studio like reached out to me and said he's heard a lot about my classes and about my account from people in town, which is cool that people were like talking about it so much in a positive way. And he was like, I would love to help develop you as a trainer. So I've been talking with him since December and going in there now to learn from him. I still have to get my certification though, so that should be a fun summer hobby studying for that. But it's for corrective training, which is cool, like injuries or pains, healing those parts, getting them stronger, and just overall full body training. I'm excited though. It's very interesting to me, and it's a different way of training that I don't know much about yet. So I like learning new things every time I go in to meet him. And then on top of that, I'm managing like six different social media accounts, 
which is something I do enjoy, but it is quickly getting overwhelming. It takes a big toll on me and just like mental health in general being on social media constantly. And it's hard because I used to like to go on like a cleanse or like just be off my phone and stuff. But when you're like, that's what I'm getting paid for. That's my job to be on Instagram and TikTok for these businesses and stuff. And it just gets a little bit isolating and I'm trying to figure out how to balance it all. Like it's fun when I'm posting about stuff that I enjoy in my mindset and my lifestyle for my personal stuff. But now being on it for so many more hours to edit content for other businesses, we'll see. It's definitely not the end goal for me, but it's definitely, it's fun to make money with for now. But on the contrary, like a plus is that my social media presence and podcast has been paying off because last week in my hometown bar, a girl came up to me about my navigating your hometown episode. That was the last one. So listen to that if you haven't yet. But she was complimenting it and saying how she really needed to hear those things. And that made my week. So if you're listening to this, thank you. But those are just the comments and like the full circle moments where it all feels worth it. Like, I want to be someone I needed when I was younger, and for people to be acknowledging that in my words or posts help them. It's like a surreal feeling. Oh my gosh, wait. So, this is so off topic, but something else that happened, I just remembered this. This is literally not related at all. But with the old flame, we had, like, a funny conversation, and (laughs) he says, like, do you ever think about embarrassing moments or past things and just cringe at yourself? Um, yeah, like literally five times a day, but I started telling him this example of when I was with him and, oh, I have two here that are both with him. The first one is it was after the first time I ever met him and I didn't really know I was going to be seeing him again. (laughs) Like I thought it was kind of just like a random one night we hit it off. And my friend was away in Italy, and I, ma- I was making a list on my phone because we were going to have, like, a long debrief when she got back. It's like, 10 different topics on there, and one of the things I put on there was his name because it was just so rant, like, just so out of pocket, like, so out of left field meeting this person, even talking and hitting it off. And <laughs> I'm at the bar with him the following week. I have my phone. I don't even know why my notes app is out. That's like a great thing to wonder. I'm in a bar. Anyways, the notes app is out. My phone is on the bar and his it's opens right to that page. His name is on it and he sees it and like reads it and he like kind of like laughs at me and then he's like, I'm going to the bathroom. And I was like, oh my God, like this is it. I'm done. Um, And then we like continued seeing each other a little, I don't even know what you want to call this, but for months after. So it wasn't a big deal. And it's funny now because I can like own it and it's, it's not that embarrassing. I mean, it's a rough situation, but I, I can laugh at myself. And another example with him, this one makes me cringe. I just, both of us, oh God, (laughs) I'm actually full body cringing right now. So we're in the car having a conversation and I don't know if it was like a deep combo or what was going on, but I'm kind of quiet and I'm mumbling. And I started saying, I think that didn't really finish it. And then he cuts me off and <laughs> oh, I guess he heard, I think I'm fat. <laughs> and 
he definitely doesn't remember this. He was in rough shape. But and, I, and he just like, why would you say that about yourself? Like, you're not fucking he's like, you're not fat. Like, don't talk about yourself that way. I was like kind of very aggressive, but he handled it exactly how a guy should if a girl calls herself fat. But I was sitting there and I think I did correct him and I was like, I didn't say that. I said I think that and I was like so embarrassed because I would never even if I thought I was fat, I would never say that to a guy or in front of a guy. I would never speak poorly on myself in front of a guy I'm interested in. Like, no. That was just like that situation just makes me cringe sometimes thinking about it. But <laughs> anyways, moving along. Overall though, running into this old flame went surprisingly well. It was just a light and fun night and I noticed actually that he's very present when he's with me. Like, I usually have his undivided attention, which is nice. Lately, I'm, like, very hyper-aware of how guys treat me because I'm just, like, you know, just picking up on qualities I do or don't like when I'm talking to new people. But I'm just, like, what I want in a future partner. Um, But I liked that. I liked that I had his undivided attention, and I'm going to look for that quality when I'm meeting and getting to know people. He wasn't distracted. He was, like, looking at me. He wasn't on his phone at all. Actually, now that I say that out loud, that could be for a very specific reason, but we'll give him the benefit of the doubt here that he just wanted to give me his undivided attention. Um, He was a gentleman, though. Looked out for me. Got me home safe. That was actually a whole fiasco, though, because, of course, I'm just... I couldn't find my card, what else is new, and I didn't have one on file in the Uber app Uber app because I'm always losing my card, so it's always a new one that I have to put on my phone and never do that. And why does the last train run at 11 p.m.? Like, I did not put that together that during the week that was a factor, so I was being a bit careless because I was just having fun. I was being a social butterfly. It was going well, and I was like, I don't want to leave yet, and then I didn't really put together that I was going to be stranded whatever. I made it home safe and sound in the end. I, he got me home safe. So I felt really bad because he went out of his way to kind of get me home. So I Venmoed him while my card was MIA. I forgot to tell my therapist that I Venmoed him actually. I don't think she would be too thrilled about that. She'd probably say how the right thing to do would be to drive me home and not ship me off in an Uber, but I just felt guilty about it. Or maybe it's like, I don't want him to own I don't want to owe him anything. I don't know. I think this is another thing I have to figure out as to my love language because acts of service and gifts make me feel guilty or like I should do something for them. I thought words of affirmation was mine until the last guy basically love bombed me. And now I'm like, yeah, I don't believe words. And we all know physical touch and PDA is not it for me. Honestly, it could be quality time now that we're talking through this. Maybe I'll unpack that with my therapist next sesh, but no anxiety. That was phenomenal. It was hitting for a hot second in the morning, but I talked myself through that as well. Could also be because I was just up the entire night. So I had therapy at 10 this morning and she was like, you're in a really cheerful mood, which was surprising because I hadn't slept and I was hungover, but I think I felt so energized by just how I handled myself and talked myself through everything the night before, even when I was drunk. I've been working a lot lately to just have a quiet dignity to me. That's deep, but I like that, a quiet dignity. 
And everything with this guy could have been potential for disaster, but I dropped my expectations. I was open-minded with him, yet guarded because I know our past. And granted, I really enjoyed talking and spending time with him, but the best part is, is I'm not overthinking, overanalyzing, and I don't really care whether or not it happens again. I'm in a really secure place within myself, and I'm just going to go live my life and if these guys want to reach out to me, they will. I'm not tripping over anyone. I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. But I do always keep an open mind um, to be proven wrong or have someone prove they've grown. So will I see or hear from this particular old flame next week or next year? Who knows? I actually do have a little parting gift, a souvenir if you might <laughs> this. <laughs> that will have to be returned at some point. So we shall see when our paths cross again. The universe keeps tossing him back, though, and I aced this test, so I am proud of myself. But anyways, next episode is going to be about my Brady's debut and a tough situation I experienced. I ran into two people from my past, and... They were very rude and unwelcoming, to say the least. And one of them was a guy I had feelings for a while in the past. So it was just a shitty opening to the hometown. But I handled the situation as best as I could. And we will unpack that next episode as well. As discuss more about social anxiety, my different friend groups, my top confidence tips. And of course, love life updates because every week there seems to be something new around here. I have a very social rest of the week ahead of me, so I'm sure there will be new stuff to unpack. But I hope you took something away from this episode, whether it's about how to hold yourself confidently, how to approach crossing paths with someone you used to have feelings for, or just making your intentions clear to yourself. I hope it helps and I hope it entertained you. I'm sending everyone good energy because I'm on a high right now and just being so self-assured that I'm holding myself with grace and dignity, no matter what or who life has been throwing at me. So I love you all. Thank you for your unconditional support, and I will talk to you next episode.